Bro, you don't know about this. This baby making music right here, boys. Baby, bro, you weren't in the streets. You weren't in the bedroom when this came out. Hit this nigga, though. Every time. Every time. I wanna be with you forever. Wherever you are. Hit that, man. You see me? Tell you one thing. If there was ever somebody named like their artist name to like be on brand with him, yeah, Boy, <laughs> right on point, baby. Same for the last thirty years. Right on point. Bro. Black, black don't crack, baby. Jeez. I mean, I'm as smooth as butter. Mm-hmm. Kind of lotion you think he lathers his face with? I mean, some shit that's not on the market. Cocoa butter, shea butter, all the above. We got a mixture of everything. He got a mixture of all the butters. All the butters. Probably baby lotion. <laughs> baby lotion? Honest, you know. It's Tom Brand. Johnson & Johnson. You I had can't. someone tell me they once, someone we know well, tell me they uses olive oil on his face. Oh, my God. I need to know who the fuck said that shit. <laughs> Ian Fletcher. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. He told me in an elevator once. I mean, what else are you going to talk about in an elevator? And I didn't ask for this. He just came out. Right, he you said, you, you probably appreciate this. You're Italian. I use olive oil on my face. He's looking at the, the mirror in the elevator. Wait, what year was this? Because now coconut oil is kind of popular. This was uh, 2011. You can use, use coconut oil for anything. I put olive oil on my face. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in his defense, he does got he does got smooth looking skin. You guys, I think uh, his face is shiny. <laughs> you guys uh, live with your significant others. Have you ever? Yeah. You guys give each other's massages, you know, things like that. Oh sure. yeah, you already know, man. Sure. Come on, man. You know the fucking vibes. Actually, I'm still waiting on my birthday massage, Look, but yeah. Feel free, coconut oil. Yeah, we do use coconut oil. For other things too. <laughs> All right. For that, no. Yeah. I'm gonna just let baby face. Just That's not what you're looking for. No, no, Let's go. That's how we started the podcast. All he knows how to fish for perverted shit. Yeah. He knows how to. Lob it you up. know how to bite too. <laughs> Content kings, baby. It's just you know, it smells good. You know, you could cook with it. You could lather with it. I can't imagine on. anything. I can't imagine putting anything on my face or on my skin. Period. That I put in a pot and cook with, like I don't know. You don't have to imagine; you can just do it there. But people put avocado shit on guacamole. On I don't fuck with none of that. So this again, huh? Oh, for those that, uh, well, we'll talk about that later. But you might hear a new voice <laughs> yeah. here. Make sure you're talking into the mic, man. Yeah, man. Don't be, don't, don't be all cool you're over all there comfortable. like the mic. Like the this guy gets a, a mic. He's not even on camera trying to look cool as shit. Yeah, man. Camera ain't on you, bro. <laughs> don't let he's, these, he's either hey, too man, cool or just get the fuck up out don't of here. Don't let these two gang up on you like yeah. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. we, we Finally. We got another colored one, person in here. Rail to the, def- rail to the rescue. So hey, man. We got to relations right out the gate. This is what I had to do. When I saw these two be coming all chummy with each other, I was like, oh, God. I'm in for one for the rest of my life. Yo, you did that shit, motherfucker. So whose fault is it? No, I know what I know. What I was doing. I was Day like, 30 something on quarantine. How's everybody feeling? Ah, all right, hold on. Real quick, real quick. Welcome back to the Mickey D's podcast. Yes, sir. Brought to you by DJ City. Yes. Um, I am Mickey War. DJ Danger Zone. Your boy DJ Rel. And go ahead. 
Andre Cox is in the building. There he but is. But you might hear us, at least me, Refer call him Sean me, Harris yeah, Sean, or just yeah. Harris because... It doesn't matter what he's called. Yeah. He's the more, the guy in the back. I'm here. <laughs> real, real quick, you, he, he was given the name Sean Harris after it was, you were adopted, I right? I was adopted, correct. And yes, then sir. later on you yeah. found out, not too long ago, but later on you found out your name was Andre Cox. Andre Cox, correct. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to hear a couple different Wait, names. Wait, that's your real name? That was my very first name that was given to me by my mother. And then, yeah, when my mother now yeah. adopted, adopted me, they gave me the name Sean Harris McKinney. Wow, nobody gave me this back. Tried to erase the old. You didn't know that? No, I just no. learned that right now on the podcast. Wow. Yeah. And that's no. why I use You it call as my yourself a friend. Name. You've never asked why his name was Andre, why his stage name was Andre Cox? I mean, I just thought the man was a little funny. You thought he was, he's, he was he's, Travis he's, Scott's not his real I'm name, French. but you just thought he was doing his. <laughs> I'm French. No, I just, I just, I just thought. He's, he's out. He's been saying I'm Creole for years. I just assumed. I mean, you. How long you been Creole? <laughs> I mean, I found it interesting to use Cox as an artist name, and then I was like, I just... "You know what? Speaking, you know what? Speaking of names, mm-hmm. where? Well, I know where Mickey got his name from. DJ name? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or I know how Mickey established his name, and obviously, my fucking name is obvious. Mm-hmm. But we all know you had a DJ name before this. Why the switch from the previous DJ name, what we won't speak on, to Danger Zone? Yeah, I don't um, think I ever knew this story. We'll spend thirty. Minutes or maybe on I that. did, and I forgot because I smoke a lot of weed. Well. <laughs> Well, at that time, I wanted to be a battle DJ. Like, coming up, I, I came up watching those battle videos. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. thought it'd be dope to go into battle as Danger Zone. And also, at that time, I was on my second wave of Lifestyles of Poor and Dangerous uh, by Big L. Yeah, yeah. And he has a song called Danger, Danger Zone. And yeah. I just had a connection with that song and all the stars aligned. Makes sense, because there's a lot of wordplay that you could do with that name. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Versus mm-hmm. the other name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You learn something people. new every day. Yeah. Other wordplay. Learn why people got their names. Well, we're fresh off. Uh, what episode some, is this? When you say what number of episodes? Oh, yeah, episode 43. Correct. Yeah. How you say that in Spanish? 43. Ooh, you yeah. see that, how it rolls, rolls off the tongue? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Pause. Uh, so we're fresh off some birthdays in the house, family yeah. in the house. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Andre Cox. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you turn 32? 30, Magic Johnson. What? 32? <laughs> no Yo, ways. if he's 32, we're f- Y'all uh, old. Yeah, no old. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, DJ Danger Zone yeah. Happy birthday. birthday Yep thank you thank you Believe it or not Danger, Dangerous and Andre Cox's birthday Are a day apart yep. yeah. April 18th for and 19. me And 19th for Sean Right And on the 20th It's everybody's birthday right. <laughs> Yeah back in our prime We would just make a weekend of it And hit some clubs yeah, back Right in Vegas day. Back in the day the good old Some days. good memories You guys are Aries? Aries yeah, Aries? yeah. Aries? Uh-huh. What's like the typical Aries uh, Like Fuck if I know Arrogant uh, Stubborn, quiet, uh, quiet. Now uh, nah, I would say extroverted. Extroverted, mostly extroverted. Okay. Um, I agree. fire sign. I agree with the first two. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I had a conversation with wifey about it earlier, but hey, yeah, I'm not okay. big on all that. All right, cosmic. Fair shit. enough. And we're still uh, on a lockdown here in LA. Yeah. Um, how's everyone's health? Fantastic. Great. Yeah. Great. You know. Taking my vitamins. There he is. Good. You. you know, wifey Good makes sure. She be giving me pills like I'm 65 up. years old. I'm like, why am I taking all these fucking pills? It's vitamins. Just take them. All right. Yeah. She just leaves them on the counter for she you? She hands them to me. She, no, she puts them in my hand. Wow. <laughs> take them. All of them. All of them. At once. Mm-hmm. Everything. Wellness, oh. vitamins, um, glucosamine, uh, all that shit. I can't even name all of them that she's giving yeah. me, but. 
You better watch out when you uh, end up in the doghouse one day. She's going to slip a reg- another pill. I know. She's going to give me one pill. I'm like, mm. I'm like, what's you this? Better is verify, a one. You better just verify eat, what you put in your mouth. Or maybe it's been a while since y'all had sex and she just slips you another pill. Whoa, 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 my nigga. It ain't wild since we had sex. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. No? No, oh, okay. No, no struggle in that department? No. <laughs> no sorry, Bob. Well, you know, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Since our birthday's just passing, we are well into our 30s. Um, we're not well. well. I'm well into my 30s. Hey, You're not hey, well. You into brand new Don't to try 30. to be at my level, fam. <laughs> you ain't at this level yet. You ain't earned these gray hairs, bro. I'm seasoned. I got a kid. I'm seasoned. Yeah, that's true. I forgot my question now because you threw me off. Well, you know, you got to be a pro at this it has podcast. It's your old age and maturity. No, what would you? What were you just saying? Oh, sex. Coconut oil. There's a few things. Uh huh. Okay, so like you said, I'm I'm just starting in my 30s. Two things: your libido, which you just mentioned, and then also weight. Two things that you can look at Ralph and myself and see that not much has changed there. Yeah. And many a time have I heard, yo, when you get this age, it's gonna. We just gotta take care of yourself. Yo, and that's and you know it's funny that he said that because that's what I've heard constantly. Like you know, men men's sex peak is you know in their twenties, their mid twenties, whatever, low twenties, whatever. It's crazy when you get to your thirties, it start to decrease. I feel like it's the complete opposite exactly. for me. Yeah, like my girl constantly is like, get the fuck off of me. Like everything that she does, I'm like, come on, let's get it, let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. Don't move. I don't give a fuck. Who's around? What's going on? Let's get it. Let's get it. This podcast is taking a hot start. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure, you know, you guys can can relate because like he said, we all, you know, we all have athletic. I think going through your 20s, especially running around Hollywood and just hooking up with random girls, you're just trying to get a nut up. You see a hot girl, you're trying to get a nut up. But then then do those experiences, you... You've learned something about yourself. True. And then, you know, you get to this point where you got a girlfriend now. It's just like, all right, I know you how to do move some experimenting and, shit. Yeah, experimental like, like, shit. I, you know, I, I, you know, where my head's at with that situation, I'm good now. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, listen, I mean, I'm having fun. We're having fun. Yeah. When I say we're having fun, I mean my fiance <laughs> I hope and she's I. She's having fun. Not Sean and I, not Audrey and I. <laughs> you and Sean having fun? Listen here. Anyway, about our health. Hey, uh, health is good. Rel, obviously. Rel, Rel's back in, uh, in uh, you back in the gym? I've been in the gym. I never stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just hide it. You know, I didn't want to get judged because like, we were working out with the trainer. Is that judgy? But that's the reason because like you and I were doing before, we were posting our boxing, you know, whenever we yeah. went to go train, when we, were po- we were posting our boxing uh, yeah. things or whatever. And wifey and I stopped doing it and so did our trainer. Yeah. He stopped posting his. Well, we had because, the same trainer. Yeah, yeah. For the um, we stopped doing it because we didn't, People did not. People did obviously to their defense. They didn't know the circumstances that were taken behind. Right. So when you see someone still posting or going to the gym, it's you're not practicing social distancing. You're still going out. Blah blah blah. This that and the third. And that's not the case. The gym is completely shut down. Yep. They they have to you before. There's only one on one um um, you know interaction. Um, our trainer wears a, a mask when he you know when we're doing the mitts or whatever. He uh before the next. You know, client. His next client comes in. We have to leave the room before they were. He literally is wiping everything down with Clark's yeah. wipes. As soon as we yeah. finish touching it, weights, ropes, you know, everything, <clears throat> mats, everything is getting wiped down. So we just we decided not to post anything, right? So that we don't get the the, the, the backlash. Yeah, the backlash. judgmental stuff. And yeah. regardless of what it is, so we just didn't post anything. So we've yeah. been working out since this all 
has been going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we still working out. We worked out on, I think the last time we worked out was Tuesday. We got another appointment tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still yeah. working out. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. I'm still Yo. running around the block, uh, doing did, other workouts, hitting hit uh, Beverly Hills on the bikes. Did you ride your bike all the way to Beverly Hills? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I thought you went. I was no, like, yo, if, he's I mean, a trooper. If, if I would have taken the freeway on my bike, would have been quicker. But um, no, no, we loaded up the back of the car. In which car? Yours or hers? Sam's. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We, we got a bike. We, I, I, I could have put it on the back of my bike. You got a bike rack? Yeah, it's something that you can... You can detach. You, you slap it on the back, and it, it holds the bike. So y'all real bikers. Yeah, just life. Huh? Um, bike so life. yeah, man, Beverly Hills. That you know, it's Beverly Hills. It was it's empty inspiring. over there. Hiring huh? it's empty, but there were like I guess a fair amount of people just walking, and you can see the the neighborhood families huddled, but not too close. Yeah. And I'm just walking by, you know, like I'm telling Sam, like, look at us brokies trying to get in the mix, <laughs> trying to see, trying to get the, the scuttlebutt in the neighborhood. You're not from around here. Yeah, get out of here. I wonder how many rings you guys popped on, like, you know, yeah. footers. Exactly right. The ring community. I'm walking away from their conversation, like, all right, I got to get back to the crib, man. Y'all, y'all, I'm, I'm around the block. This is me over here. My ring just went off. <laughs> my ring just went off. Yeah. One, uh, of the, so. one of these days we'll get into, and it's funny because I think um, the uh, the person I'm dating at the moment asked mm-hmm. me this question, but, you know, she's like, do you know how lucky you are to have, like, grown up here? And I'm like, I don't because this has always been my life. Yeah. And as far as uh, Danger and I, we grew up in this, this area, um, the San Fernando Valley, yeah. which is essentially literally a mountain split from... Hollywood and Beverly Hills yeah. and yeah. Uh, just between different freeways. And it's funny because like I never really thought about it. And I think we could probably spend an episode on this. But the fact that we ended up in kind of the entertainment industry and, yeah. and just being like muse- musical artists, if you will, like or performers of some yeah. sort. Yeah. Like it's kind of just like funny. And you never really think of that versus literally probably I'm going to say – Hundreds of thousands of people probably moved just to for that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you know? I did, which you know, Rel yeah. did. So that could always be fun. It's always fun to just like you just go over to Beverly Hills and man, it's such a it's night and day. Not only like visually, but the weather is like yeah, way yeah, nicer. Yeah, absolutely, I always felt like, especially in the entertainment industry, that people who are originally from LA um, always had an advantage because you know we constantly talk about bookers and stuff like that, like. Some of these bookers y'all either went to school with or sure. know from like high yeah, school. So you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. so it's always like they got the they got the little bit of edge as opposed to the the transplants that, you know, came here to be successful and had to build that relationship. But on that same token, if I saw someone from the valley at a club and I'm and I continue to see him or her at the club, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, go back to the valley. <laughs> You say same shit about your ass. <laughs> like, like, I'm trying to do something with my career here. You're just here to party. Like, get, get a life. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I moved to downtown. Why are you following me this route? Go somewhere else. Go do something else. I came this way to get Go away. Go back to the valley. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. When I moved downtown, like, I never came back to the valley. Like, yeah. during that. that For what where, where reason would you need to come back here besides well, seeing family? There was none. Yeah. And, and it, but it was just like a different life. And, it, and it's just like, I don't know. I think sometimes it's great. Um, but, but growing up in the Valley, you have everything you need around you. Like I oh, never went 100%. to LA. I never went, I didn't go to Hollywood until later on in my life. And because we have everything like shops and store, like everything, we don't need to go to LA for anything. I've never seen the Hollywood sign. Well, close. two things. Yeah. 
when you're a kid, and I was just saying this to somebody, proximity is a thing. Yeah. You think everything is so grand and so big when you're a kid, you know what yeah. I mean? You're driving around, you're like, fuck, that's, that's, that's so big. And when you become an adult, like me driving around now, I used to literally pass Universal City every single day to go to school. Yeah. And I would just be like, damn, you know, but now I see it and I'm just like, oh shit, you know, this 10 minute drive. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. So, you know, it's it's kind of like it's big fish, small pond mentality, you know, especially yeah. with the valley or anywhere, any sub yeah. little city, whatever. That's how it is. It's like, I don't need to go anywhere else. If I got it here, then why yeah. do I need to go anywhere that's, else? So that's crazy to me. So you, you literally live 15, 20 minutes from Hollywood. Yeah. And you mean to tell me that you grew up in the valley and the first time you've ever you been, ain't to been to Hollywood? You Liberty. I've never, but I have no interest in going to the Statue of Liberty. We but, have no interest in. I mean, I, I actually I can't say that because I don't know what I know when I'm a kid. You don't know what you know. As yeah, you, and I mean that's a val- that's a valid point. I've seen I mean, you know, in Las Vegas every time. What you got? <laughs> but I've always had. I said I've always had. Granted, I mean, granted, I was born in the city. I was born in the Bronx. I lived in Brooklyn for a couple of years. I lived in Harlem, etc. But I spent most of my time on Long Island, which, for people who are not familiar with, you know, the New York area. Long Island, where I lived, is about an hour, 15 minutes away from the city. So it, it would literally be in, like, driving to Orange County. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, as a, And, then, you know, same thing with the Hamptons. I was in between, like, going from the city to the Hamptons. So yeah. being in the city, I've been to the Hamptons and vice versa. You know, living closer to the Hamptons, I've gone to the city oftentimes. You know what I mean? Like, even going upstate New York, where it's more, mm-hmm. like, suburban or whatever. I, yeah. I have family up there and always had an interest in going up there just to see... The state, like I live in New York, I should yeah. know about some of this shit. You know what I mean? And I just felt like the one cliche ass thing about New York was the Statue of Liberty, and it was in Ellis Island, which was you know some someone could make the argument, well, it's in Jersey, whatever, whatever the, the scenario. So it was like I never really wanted to go there, but you know, obviously the Empire State Building and you know the public library out there and Wall Street and all that shit that people tourists that want to come to New York and see. Yeah. You know, Rockefeller Center, yeah. all that shit, Central Park, whatnot. I was there on the regular, you know yeah. what I mean, um, yeah. even afterwards. So it's interesting to hear that since you guys even live closer to such yeah. a staple um, area in L.A. that you guys yeah. never had no interest in, like, being in there. Uh, yeah, I, I guess you can say Hollywood is can be equivalent to um, the Statue of Liberty, where it's just like— it's just there. Like, I didn't really have, I guess I didn't really, I'm trying to think back, but Hollywood I don't know if I had really had an interest in seeing the stars. Mm. But once I went out there, you know, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool when I went out there with family. But playing sports in the Valley, like you play all-stars, so you play, so the Valley's big enough to where you can have a really good tournament of, of a yeah. crap load of teams yeah, yeah, yeah. and breaks down, you know, obviously to the you best too. You way better sports teams. <laughs> but, but when we would, you know, so I grew up, you grew up playing against these kids in baseball and basketball, but then when you play against kids from LA, it's like, yo, these are different kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like, no, just like, ba- like all sports, like there's a diff, they're a different animal. Yeah. And to some degree they, you know, in baseball, we would be stronger than the Westchesters and the Fairfaxes, but I'm sure them looking at, at us like, Yo, these dudes are different than what we've been seeing out here in LA. Obviously, in basketball, they're way better. Yeah, but I remember playing—not to go any longer on this—but my junior year, we played against Westchester High School, who was known for basketball at the time. They were number one in the country mm-hmm. at the time I was in high school. We played them in basketball. I mean, in baseball, 
And these were the most freakishly athletic baseball players I've ever seen. They, they could, I mean, not to say they couldn't play. They could play, but you can tell it was all talent with no coaching. Wow. These dudes were stealing second and, and standing up on the base before our, the second baseman would catch it on, you know, from the catcher. Jesus. Like, they were so fast, but they weren't smart. So I'm, I'm picking them off because they don't have the baseball knowledge, mm-hmm. but freakishly athletic. And they had a guy throwing 90. I'm like, yo. I hope you guys don't figure it out anytime soon. <laughs> We're fucked if you do. Off the talent. But, but Daryl Strawberry went to Crenshaw. All, all nine starters got drafted. So there's always been talent. Like, they wrote a book on that one baseball team. Yeah. And I think John Elway pitched against them and beat them. And he was like the backup star. He wasn't Granada in Granada Hills. Granada Hills, yeah. John he was, Elway? John Elway. Mm. Yeah. The, the, the starter shit his pants. John Elway came in and... Shut them down. And that, but, and that also, like, you know, goes across the country, right? Like, everybody has Absolutely. a different style. Talent's always different. Like, for me, when my class, uh, 2003, when LeBron came and played Westchester Ugh. and outscored, uh, outscored Westchester by himself. And they were one at the time, weren't they? Westchester was like, well, Westchester was the number one team, I yeah. think, in California. Yeah. Uh, maybe right next to, like, behind them was, like, Fairfax or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they were like, yeah, it was the best team in California. And then LeBron came in and literally outscored him. I remember LeBron's team was ranked like 23 or something. And that's the same year he got drafted, right? Huh? This is the same year he got drafted, right? Yeah, senior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that year he went went on a tear. I think that's when he he beat um, Mello was at Oak Hill. No, yeah. Melo graduated. No, Mello. Mello was a year before. Yeah, Mello. Because oh, Mello was in college. Oh, he did college. play Mello. Mello. He was at Syracuse. It was a year before. before. But yeah, yeah, they did play against each other that yeah, year yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, For sure. Okay, well, that was a long way through our health check. Um, <laughs> well, I'll just shout out real quick. I've been doing this Mile Day Challenge, and I just want to shout it out because uh, it's been really engaging with uh, my audience. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's built. Shout out to Andy War, who, who really called me out on it. Mickey's Big brother. little brother. My little brother. And a uh, shout out to D. Murthy because his tweet really offended me. And I th- it was at the point where I was like, well, his tweet said, if you can't do a mile, if you can't run or walk a mile, you can't do shit. Yeah. And then when I thought about that, I was like, well, damn, like if I can knock this out somewhere between in the 10 to 15 minutes like of my day, then yeah, I'm really not giving a fuck. Yeah. Right. And I had to like check myself. And so today is day seven. So I've done them all. Uh, thank God. You got to do 30 days? Uh, they want to do 30. I'm going to just go ahead and put pressure on myself. And I'm going to try and go as far as I can. Yeah. Okay. As So long as we're locked down, fuck it. I got nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, with 15 minutes of my day. So I'm like, yeah. get it. And then... Um, Your time will get wait, better. Wait, wait. It takes you 15 minutes to run a mile? Huh? It takes you 15 minutes to run a mile? No. Uh, first of all, a little judgy. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I was like, are you judging my man right now? First of all, a little judgy. I just want to make, I just want to, go ahead. I, I'm about 130 to 150% of your weight. So um, I'm carrying an extra. I was extra, trying to inspire I'm, I'm that carrying, was his story. I'm carrying was, an extra. I'm carrying, I was trying to be like, bro, you, come on. I'm carrying an extra. <laughs> That's how you encourage him? You. <laughs> well, hold on. Now, hold on. Now, now, you now, got this. Now let me make him feel like an asshole. <laughs> Um, I still have a plantar fasciitis condition that I had when I was uh, 30 years old. I've had it since I was about 30 or 28. Um, Basically, I had a tendon almost tear when I I was 28. That happened. So then uh, instead of getting surgery, which is what uh, white people try to tell you to do, uh, I had a a Thai lady. (laughs) (laughs) I had had this Thai lady 
uh, you know, everybody's got a, a family friend that has some voodoo shit oh, going yeah, on. Yeah. And so she came through, uh, did a session on, it's essentially the arc of the tendon of my foot. Yeah. And so um, it's one thing to have that problem and be uh, fit like you. And it's another thing to have a 300-pound person on top mm-hmm. of this foot. And so the tendon of my foot almost tore. Mm-hmm. And then she came in and did a session with this, like, wood stick. And, like, like literally I wanted to cry. One of the few times I wanted to cry for yeah. pain. And uh, after one session, I no longer woke up. And this is the feeling that it is. You literally wake up when your feet are cold like you're standing on needles. Like mm. literally needles. Not like the feeling when your foot like falls asleep. No. Mm. Like literally someone's stabbing you. Wow. Every morning. Mm-hmm. And then the only way to get rid of that was there was two ways. Put on a sock, wait five to ten minutes. And then as your foot got warmer... I could walk on it. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be good the rest of the day until I went to sleep. And then um, the other way was just literally like stretches and different things like that. And that would take a little longer. Anyway, I had that condition on 28. Did a second session with her. And then I didn't have the problem for six years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last year, this problem came back. Hence, like, why I despise and hate and... Like if there, I could do, I would rather eat vegetables and y'all know, I don't, that's not my problem. <laughs> I'd rather eat every vegetable in well, the fucking don't, pyramid don't, don't than, judge than, <laughs> than, uh, than run outdoors. Yeah. So like, especially tip, on concrete. Oh, like typically my, these challenges, like I would go do it on my treadmill or I'd go some, you know, I'd figure a way around it. Go run on grass. And, and danger knows like I could go, yeah, go run on grass. But even that sometimes hurts. Uh-huh. Um, but I would say like Danger knows I could play basketball for hours yeah. and I'll still go if I have an ounce of energy on me. Yeah. That doesn't hurt because I'm used to it. It's lateral movement. Yeah. Running outdoors, running with nowhere to go really kind of like I hate that shit. So anyway, the reason I, I'm, I'm happy is because I don't and, and my time is because at the half mile mark, I typically at this moment my condition, I have to stop because my foot starts reacting and it starts to tighten up and I have to walk. Mm-hmm. I'm like walking slow to stretch it out and then I can finish. But my mile time currently is somewhere between, consistently between uh, 10, and a, 10 minutes and a half to 11 and a half. I had a day where it was 12. I had a day where it was like on the low 10, but looking to improve that based on obviously as I lose weight, Less weight on me, yeah, and also just starting to do more exercises to to fix my plantar fascia, yeah, uh, problem. But just something. And I only say that because so so moral story is go get that, go see a doctor and get well, yeah, she, <laughs> she, she, she moved back to Thailand, so I would have called her up already, but she's gone. So, uh, so I got to find a new like person, which a new witch doctor, a new witch doctor, yeah. But Marcos put me on to somebody who I had I did go see for my shoulder that i almost like fucked up before mm. my fight and so he he gave me like one treatment before I went, we went to like your rotator coast yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like i i threw a punch and I, it was that's your like rap yeah listen boxing yeah. will fuck your shit up <laughs> yo for real but, but we also gotta give mickey his flowers because mm-hmm. he just put out a mix yeah right? we've been talking about mickey putting out content 
Mm-hmm. And you know, he put out a mix with uh, Double Down Entertainment. Yeah, I feel like is, Double Down gets a shout out every episode. Every yo, yo, listen, listen, I see what they did. They know what they're doing. Hey, yo, shout out to them, man, because they're shout bringing. Out to Jason. I, I was telling shout Jason. Um, Jason texted me. He he texted me some funny shit. Uh, he tell you, yeah, reached out to me, and um, I, and I saw that they have Chris Villa coming up, and I was yeah. like, bro, y'all bringing in some heavy hitters. And he yeah. was like, yeah, man, we're excited. You know, thanks to you guys at the Mickey D's. Um, podcast for doing this shit. And I'm like, of course, man. And you know, like you said, they just they're they're on it, man. They're on yeah. it with um with their mixes and everything that they got going on. Oh shout out to them. But yeah. Mickey Man, yeah, all nineties mix, you know, nineties house ish, you know. Yeah, it's hard to describe it's funny. Somebody was listening to it today and they're Rock's like, Berry's what do you call this? It should just be a genre. It should be. You're right. You're right. It should yeah. be. But you know, dope mix. Um Mickey put it out and is getting getting some great feedback from it. It's just going to encourage you to do in IG Live. Hey. If we bring, are we getting into that? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I get, I don't know. Should we, can I say that for that's, another time? Nope, that's next on the list. That is next on the list. Wu Wei, Wu Wei. Shout out to my Wu Wei. I'm trying to dodge it, man. Look, I'm trying to move the offense here, bro. Good audible. No, hot route. Hot route. Hot route. Run your route. All right, I'm coming. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I think... I, I don't know if I... Okay, I want to stream. Yes, I do want to stream. Do I want to stream live and like kind of like interact with the crowd live? Like, I don't know. That, I don't know if that's my approach to it yet. Okay. I think um, what what I've seen... We've seen a lot now, right? At this point. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I have like two like themes in the tuck. Um, I also have a video recording of this 90s mix mm-hmm. and I kind of want to want to like highlight where I messed up mm-hmm. like and almost do like a, a shacked in a full of mm-hmm. like do like a blooper reel. Yeah. But like because it, it, it's funny because I have to quote danger because he said something to me as he listened to the mix. Uh, he gave me uh, his uh, feedback. Mm-hmm. Um Constructive criticism, and I appreciated it because it was real. Did you ask for well, it, or did it, he give it to you? No, no well, I didn't ask for it. In all fairness, it was it wasn't about his selection. It was just yeah, yeah, no, no. As a DJ, I heard this, mm. and maybe no, he, he, maybe it could have been cleaned up or or tightened up, yeah. tightened up. Yeah, it wasn't like yo, you shouldn't have played this track. Or this doesn't. It wasn't nothing like that. So yeah. if you if you don't give someone feedback, is that a good thing or a bad thing? If they if they if they need the feedback. I mean, if it's just to pump up their ego, then I don't think they need no, it. No, but... that's what I'm saying. Because that's why I asked Mickey, did you ask for it? Or I did you just ego tell him? pump here and there, but... Did you just tell him? Because he was like, I didn't ask for it. I just told him. So if you don't tell somebody... Is yeah, that, I, is that a, I'd is feel that like thing? an asshole because... And I told Mickey, I said, look, and maybe I don't mean to cut you off, Mickey, but um, he I said... I said, look, I know what it's like making these mixes where you make a number of different versions and you're so sick of listening to this shit you just put yeah, it all together and call and it, it, but you don't realize there was a hiccup here, or there was a, a not like you 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 didn't you didn't line up the waves correctly, not in the mix, but post mix edit. Mm-hmm. You know when you on your third or fourth you know different take on it, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I heard, or that's what I thought I was hearing, or it, it was just little things like that. Yeah. So I would feel like an asshole if I heard it and I didn't say yo. Didn't say nothing. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But then, yeah, so then, and I appreciated that, and I told him, and he had a, he had two great standout comments. The first one, I'll quote him when I properly put out the video, because I'm going I'm to quote him like he's a magazine critic, mm-hmm. uh, where it's like something like, this is like one 
uh, one something. What'd you say? Something like it's one good thing away from being thrown in the trash. But it was so Damn. good. Like that was the Damn. opening. That I mean, was the it opening. Sounds on brand, but, no, but we were being I sarcastic. I don't, I don't want your feedback. No, we were being sarcastic, and I had told him something like, "Oh shit, what'd you hear? That was wrong." And you know, kind of like that. Yeah. So I kind of set him up for. He an said, answer. "Oh, you listen to it, listen to it." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yo, around the five minute mark, oh, no, this he, around yeah, the ten minute, minute mark, this." Because no, because uh, I wasn't sure if it was a part of the song, but it was when a he thing. said, "He goes, when are you sending this?" to them and I was like I sent that a week ago like I was just giving it to you guys to have it before yeah, I remember you they, sent it in they the thing, dropped yeah. it but I had already sent it in and then when he started hitting me with all these like kind of like yo you could fix this comments that's when I was like alright well fuck it like let me explain my approach because I, I said uh, I can't let you bring the pod down <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good stuff he said I said but, I'm not gonna ignore Joe, that I let my man you ain't shit <laughs> I didn't listen to it when you sent it to us because I wanted the numbers on your sound on the yeah, sound yeah, card I, to go to be up. So you know, I was like, I'm gonna wait. Yeah, yeah. give him the numbers. I, I appreciate that. But I listened to it too. Because numbers, the mer- numbers mean a lot uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one that was great was the way he described a pause. He goes, "You had an elite pause. <laughs> an elite pause. <laughs> Not just a pause. What makes a He's pause? He's like, elite? you had an elite pause at the 10 minute mark around." Uh, God, what is that song? The, the, what, uh, what is love? But I didn't explain to Joe also like my approach, what I was going for it. Like I did, I did it live. This yeah, was my I assumed you the final one yeah. that I that I put out um, was the third time I had done it ever, and I had just recorded the the last two. So then that last one ended up being the one that I decided to to make the cut uh, for the final mix. So like I I didn't tighten it up kind of on purpose because I wanted to have a different approach where I summarize all the transition moments mm-hmm. and highlight all the times I fucked up because I have mannerisms I think we all do when we're mixing and then like the elite pause I explained to Joe was um I and this is the way I'm going to des- describe it on on this uh shacked in a fool if you will of my DJ mix is I disrespected the filter the way I, I would normally the EQ for the lows. <laughs> and so when I meant to to take out the lows or the bass, oh, the, I cut the filter. filter. And that created this elite pause. <laughs> and so I want to highlight those things like, like, whoops, turn the wrong knob, blah, blah, blah. You know, like I want to highlight gotcha, all those different gotcha. things. Yeah. Or like, oops, meant to like, have this mix point or and so forth. Just like a different approach to yeah. marketing a mix versus, oh, this is all the dope shit I did. Like, yeah. no, like let's let me show my uh, vulnerability in, in mm-hmm. doing a, a mix live. And so mm-hmm. I have two more concepts that I'm kind of sitting on that maybe I'll just do the the live version. Or I was thinking um broadcasting this and then doing some fun um visuals along with it which uh can we can talk about did you guys see the uh four color zach yeah 420 mix yeah i did i did it was extremely dope but i wouldn't expect anything less from four color zach you know to be honest with you yeah um i was waiting for it right i think i think we kind of were all waiting for it just to see what he was going to do as far as you know live streaming right um 
And I think he might have done actually a do-over set, if I'm not mistaken. But I he could've. did do an IG live for do-over, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, besides that, well, I just wanted to see what he was going to do on his own, like, his own platform. And I think that was actually live. Like, he was live, live. Yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to putting something together and putting it out or right. whatever. Um, I thought it was dope. It was extremely creative. Yeah. Obviously, the uh, visual effects were crazy and yeah. made it just that more entertaining. Yeah. Yep. Um, on top of all the, the tricks and stuff that he was doing, yeah. word plays and stuff like that. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't listened to it, look up Four Colors Act, 420. He did it for Floster Domison, Matt yep. Decent. Yep. Right? Yep. On Twitch. 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 It broadcasted on Twitch. Was it on Twitch or was it YouTube? Twitch. It was on Twitch, but it's he, living on, on YouTube. YouTube. That's what it was. Because yeah. uh, the one thing that we have learned from streaming on Twitch is they'll mute certain Which, copyright. Yeah. Uh, music, so it can't really live there. So they won't kick you off, but they'll mute your shit. <laughs> IG Live seems to still the kick popular thing is get you kicked off mm-hmm. yeah. from copyright things. It's I think different. it's like ninety seconds of a certain song you can't have. Um, and then, but danger your thoughts. Um, he he just continues to evolve the game. He involves him evolves himself, and it it um like ten minutes in, I'm like fuck, man. It just off the bat, like he's he's just giving you bars so to speak um but it, it made me think back to where he popped off in red bull three style and you know the word playing the tone play and i just think he's an even better storyteller now than he was before and and before we thought he was amazing at what yeah. he was doing so you know it it's it's you know it's like i think it's fair to say he's like the king of this shit right now and you'll you he just continues to put different ideas and different things together. And, you know, he has the luxury to do that with the different platforms that he spins on, not just live, but, you know, some of the stuff he w- he won't do at Tao, because I've heard him at Tao. Yeah. He won't do at Tao. And, you know, Tao probably doesn't want to hear dick this and dick that. Although I'm sure he's done it. But <laughs> to some degree, a lot of those bigger clubs, you yeah. know, you know, don't don't care for it. But... I'm not going to justify why I want to hear it's, that. It's, but it's, like, four, it's four colors exactly. Yeah, a little of hip hop. I mean, of DJing. But when you go to a do-over, you want to hear these dick jokes from four colors, Zach, or, or yeah. you know. so Well, definitely and, on a live stream, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he's extremely versatile. And it, it, was a, it was a joy to not only listen, but watch, too. I, at first, I just I was listening, running around the neighborhood, and um and at that point he was just talking yeah you know so i was like oh well i've just ran for so long and all i heard was talking yeah. and then when i got home and did my homework i, was, I started watching the mix i'm like oh shit i can't take my eyes off this yeah captivating yeah. it was visual yeah i'm gonna go on the ledge here and say and you guys can uh, agree disagree or just give me your opinion um and and there's so many categories i don't want to disrespect any like legend djs right there, in the DJ world, there's so many different categories. Like, there's the battle guys, there's the OGs, there's the the, the dudes in New York that uh, created a style and all that. But if we're talking about, and uh, probably the area we've all highly excelled in or have found success, so this is speaking from our category as a club DJ mm-hmm. um, performance, right, wise, would you say... AM is probably the Michael Jordan and this is Kobe that we're watching. That's, that's fair. fair. I think that's fair. And we're kind of waiting on LeBron to show up eventually. And maybe it's not time to give that crown to anybody, but but I, I think um, 
Zach coming from that similar um, foundation of AM, what, you know, kind of like just the creativity and the the willingness to go on a limb and, and try some shit. And then he brought in Tone Play to a different platform and now inspired all these other fadeaways and, you know, pull-up jumpers. Well, I think a big part of Zach's um, arsenal if you will, is his personality as well. Oh, 100%. So you get a lot of talented guys, but they just don't have the personality on on Twitter or Instagram. And, you know, Zach, he, because he's such a cool dude and, and he's so funny, he'll have the Flostradamuses of the world chime in or leave a comment or tune in. I mean, I know this was on Flostradamus's shit um, or uh, whatever it was, um, concert. But sure. yeah, these guys are gonna leave comments because he's that dude. Yeah, you know, so it's a package thing. Like AM was that dude. Yeah, you know, obviously this was like I mean Twitter was around, but and I'm not I'm really not trying to sit here and compare the two. Um, but you know, there's there's another X there's an X factor about both of them, and it's hard to say if there's gonna be someone that can mirror match one up. What what four color Zach's doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. I can't think of anybody right now. There are a lot of talented dudes, and you know you can create the argument even more talented than AM and Zach. But it's a package thing that both of them have yeah, sealed it's, up. It's never been just about skills there. It's always been about just the right time, the right concept, and technologies evolved. Right, like yeah. nobody was walking around midi pads yeah. like when AM was DJing. Right, yeah. like. Shit, people barely have Serato. Yeah, <laughs> record. The evolution was being able to have a laptop, exactly, and unlimited uh, access to music. And well, you you know where the two are parallel. Also, is AM would do the bottle popping clubs and and then go do some do over some cool shit. Right. Zach's doing big night live entertainment. He's doing Tao, and he's going over and doing do over, doing the one four three parties or, or those cool yeah. underground you know quote unquote underground parties and the shit he does with Craze. Like not you probably can't you probably can't count on one hand how many DJs are doing it at that level, you know what I mean? Doing both yeah. parties and then whatever in between. Yeah, it's just a fun conversation to have, yeah. and you know we're, we obviously see a lot of talented dudes, and you know who knows to see where where technology goes along with the different skill sets, especially after this quarantine. Who knows uh, who's somebody working on something that we yeah. have no idea that's going to happen? You know, true. There's yeah. so many different ways to to go about it, um, but are you going on IG Live? Am I? I don't know. I might be. I will go some more. Bifey went on this morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was that? Crack. That, that shit was cracking. Crack. <laughs> yeah, that she had more. Cracking. She had more viewers than him. <laughs> wow. No, she did. Don't disrespect <laughs> no? me like that. No, she did. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I was right. in, she was close. I was in there in the thirties. She was close. What were you hitting? She was close. I, I hit when I went on. I was. I don't even remember. But it wasn't yours. It was cherry popping. It wasn't mine. But every shit, eighty percent of the people in there were there for me. Or whatever. I'd say that too if my wife was getting better numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is funny because Sean went live for oh, his birthday, birthday. Right. and yeah. then this this motherfucker texts me saying. We're going to test your theory. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't, first of all, I had no idea nobody was holding me accountable like that about what I said on the pod oh, yeah. last time. Oh, about one to every. To one to, to every, one and a half. Yeah. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, no, actually, it's, it's, it's one to is higher. 
Huh? I would say one to a hundred. I think you said one to a thousand. You said one to a thousand. Yeah, and I was like, one point five, one to one point five per, per every thousand, thousand. followers. Yeah. And I was one like, person. I think it might be one to a hundred. No, I still don't think it's one to a hundred. I would, I think that because that's where I was at. I would say, I don't, when I tuned in, you had nine. Oh well, then you just got there. But think about no, it. He, he, he don't have, have nine hundred followers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Consistently had twelve. He, he doesn't on, have nine hundred followers though. Yeah. The, hold on, but and I don't know who else you called in the live, but it does that does change when you oh, go live with other people. <laughs> the cheat code. The cheat code is you get people with more followers, and then when they see that person's live, they go into your live, and now you're you're fluctuating numbers. I didn't. I didn't think about that. But yes, I do. I still think one to a thousand is off. Yeah. Or I. I think I went one to one and a half per every thousand followers. Yeah. But I think that also changes the higher the number. You know what I mean? Like the higher the number, the lower the person per hmm. per ratio. Mm-hmm. But I think okay. when you're lower, you'll get that. I don't know. I went on Karma's live. He did a, a set Friday night. And was it the one where this kid spilled the drink? <laughs> yeah, because I was there for that. Oh yeah, you you came because I mentioned it, and then you t- yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. checked it. But I think his numbers were better than, or he proved your theory wrong. I yeah, think. I mean it, it. It all depends, man. It, you you if you have a, I think if you build some type some sort of like anticipation behind you going on live, mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to beat Mickey your beat Mickey's theory. I, you know what I mean? That's it's not a concrete theory, people. No, no, no. Absolutely. Hey, that's, that's, what I'm that's why it's a theory. So, so that's why it's a theory. You said it pretty confidently. Um, I don't know. But, but I did check saying, into Sean's just, live to be like, yeah, I was right. If you, if you just randomly be like, yo, I'm going to just go on live in 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, obviously, you know, Mickey's theory kind of stands with that um, with that strategy, but if you build yeah, if you market it, yeah. and you market it, and you'd be like, yo, you give a couple of days, right, you I some, DJ. do what you call it or anything like that, and people are expecting it and DJ looking up to it, and there's nothing else really and going on. You guys on. were drunk as fuck. He was drunk as fuck. We was getting lit. You were fun. I'm always fun. You were a good time. Are you talking about me? I'm no. Fun. Why are you talking about when you? When you're drunk, you talk about me. When Joe's not here, his name don't ever come out of my mouth. I did too. I tuned into uh, uh, wifey, your wifey's uh, thing earlier today. I was driving. Yeah. And um, and I was I, like shots <laughs> at noon. At my noon. And I'm like, I'm driving. And Alex says, <laughs> that's no excuse. That's no excuse. Alex, the cop. Yes. The officer. The I said, I told I him said officer. I said, I said, hey, man, if, he, if you get pulled over, I got his badge number and you could just, you know, pull rank. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need you number. to just text me a picture of your badge number. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then when I get pulled over, I can just pull up our text. Yeah, there you go. And just, Sir, there you go. That's my homie. But um, yeah, why no? Wifey killed it. It was popping. The comments make it uh, extremely funny. Shout out to, uh, shout out to our boy Waddy J, who's mm-hmm. Danny Lay's DJ. Um, he was in there, and that man is a character. So, if you were ever on IG Live and you need a hype man, psh, boy, that's your dude to go to because he gets in there and he lights up the comments and everybody starts interacting, mm-hmm. and it's just dope. And that's Fine. what engages everyone to either stay, yeah. want to invite people in there, and be yeah. like, "Yo, the comments are fun, the vibes are dope." Yeah. I literally within an hour. She was only supposed to do an hour. I made it go an hour and a half. I think in an hour and a half, I probably took six shots. Um, so well, how you feeling right now, man? I'm good right now. <laughs> I do. I do this. Homegirl Carly was like, "Rel's body doesn't know the difference between water and Hennessy." So she made a valid point. You know, I walked out of there like it was nothing. Yeah, um, 
But it was dope. You know, shout out to her. She's gonna go back on. She had so much fun. She's gonna go back on tonight. Yeah, crazy. That's dope. Um, so yeah, check in if you guys are not doing yeah. anything. Marketed properly. Get a good yeah, yeah, yeah. She did that. You know, shout out to Andre. He put together some flyers for her that are that are dope. Oh, you doing flyers now? We doing it all. We doing flyers? Wow. Don't ask me. Yeah. Don't ask me. I got an idea. Listen, all the Rowan Rose mix covers, he did them. Oh, shh. I got a guy you need to talk to. Let's talk. Guess who's doing the new Mickey D's artwork? I'm trying to tell you. Have your people call my people. I am your people. Yeah, you are your people. You be in contact with me. Listen. Andre is not taking any more clients on. Send the send the routing numbers, the account numbers. We uh-huh. We, we <laughs> could set up a bank account, motherfucker. Andre still goes cash. You know, you know what? You don't want no paper it. trail. Listen, Tom's Tom's is hard right now. We don't need no paper trail. Yeah, Donald Trump. I'm still unemployed. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. I don't send have the, income. What are you talking about? Um, but, but yeah, of- it was the, the only thing is, and which which is crazy because we tried to figure out the whole like what makes you get kicked off, like what type of music, yeah. what everything. And um, when I did my my IG live for um, Cherry Popping, I only got kicked off once. Yeah, for my hour and a half mm-hmm. that I was on, right? And she played similar to what I was playing, and she got kicked off like four or five times. And I said it too. I said, you know, IG's a hater when they kicking white women off. <laughs> Mm. Right, I was like, yeah. "Yo, I, I said you got to give it to them because they did don't she discriminate." She had Hennessy in the picture. No, I did, but she didn't. See, that's why. No, not the actual bottle, but you yeah. can see it in my shot glass that it was brown liquor. So, anyone that knows me knows. And you, it's you, you came in the frame. I came in the frame, said cheers, took the I shot. I think it's because she out. had more people in her stream. It could, yeah, uh-huh. she might be right. <laughs> or it could be because she had less people in her frame. And they're like, "Fuck it, she ain't got enough. Let's cut her off." <laughs> So I mean, listen, man. There's so many different can, ways to look at this. All any kind of ways, tomato, tomato. You know. So hey, you know. Listen, I'm all about my girl doing way better but, than me. Go on, fuck that. But there's, there's no but. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Oh, man, just, you know, this is where you let her know. Realistically, I just been here. Realistically, I just been in the industry longer. So you know what I mean. I've built more relationships. But I'm. She's a white woman. She's a beautiful white woman that's about to be a dope ass DJ. You know what I mean. She's a dope DJ now. But she's going to be way better good, than, good fix, good fix. than what I am. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So she's going to do <laughs> better. Sped, she's sped going up, to sped up she's the, gonna, the record. She's going to elevate. She's going to evolve in this yeah. industry more than I, better than you I will. That. You, you know that. what I mean? She's not going to go through the shit. She's not going to go through all the trials and tribulations that I had to go through. All the speed bumps that I had to go mm. through because mm-hmm. I will be there. She's surrounded by. I feel other like you're setting like, up roadblocks you for yourself at the same time. Yeah, I'm not saying roadblocks. I'm saying you're trying to give her. I'm saying in the past. You know, we we went through a different era, you know what I mean? Going from analog to digital type stuff and right. having yeah. to adapt to technology and all that stuff as opposed to already coming into technology right. and knowing what that is and being able to utilize that to um, your benefit, yeah. you know, as opposed to us having to learn that shit, being like, what? Like yeah. when we were DJing, it was wax in my space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now we like, what? We got to do laptops now. We got pads we got mini controllers and yeah. all this other shit that we had to learn. Like most of the most of the spots we were spinning at had turntables. They didn't have CDJs in them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Learning CDJs, we didn't. We had to learn CDJs on our own. They you had to bring your own Serato. You had to bring, you had to bring your own fucking Serato box. Yeah. <laughs> like you know True. what I'm saying. Like so, I just think that now because she has an advantage, not only because she's getting taught the digital shit that is already you know. The, the industry standard yeah um she's she's got the advantage you know most DJs coming up in that and she's a female mm-hmm. let's let's be honest females have the advantage woman mm. 
A woman. I'm sorry. She's a woman a DJ. A white woman. A white woman at that. Mm. She killing. That's all I'm saying. You just want to just become her manager at listen, some point. I, I am. Just I told retire. her. I said, listen, 15%. 15%. Well, with getting kicked 15? off, that does bring up a good point because, um, you know, one of my fears from going live is the getting kicked off and then consistency with stuff like that. Yeah. And I think we're seeing some people adjust. Uh, shout out to Mixcloud. Mixcloud, yeah. man. Mixcloud. Uh, yeah. To me, it's still kind of like the junior to SoundCloud. Uh, when you think about it, as are they, far as are like, they the Clippers, the Lakers? Yeah, yeah, I think they are. You can say that. Yeah, I, I think that's a good one. And I mean, shit, it's, it's going to be the same because Mixcloud is going to be the one to go to, and the Clippers right now is the team. Well, it's, I mean, well, think <laughs> about it. Well, let's just say they're making a good fight right now. They picked yeah. up Kawhi with their live stream. Hey, hey, yo. So and and, <laughs> right? and they and they bought out the Great Western Four <laughs> Cash Cash just Cash. to slap the Lakers in the face. Different podcast going. Different, on. Yeah. different references. Anyway, sorry, Edward, we lost you, but we'll bring it back. Uh, but with them introducing a, a new live stream um, feature, yeah. Uh, I think really brings some interesting conversations. Absolutely. It seems like something that may not all the way be ready because when you think about it, we all have mixed clouds, but when have we ever pushed a mixed cloud link, whether it be our podcast, our mixes, or different things like, other than the Mickey D's podcast? Well, I do it every Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey, I mean, <laughs> I, I use mixed cloud as a backup. You know what I mean? I, obviously, when I'm posting mixes, yeah. it's SoundCloud jump because, again, yeah. I've already established a following on SoundCloud, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so, but obviously because of the copyright shit, we get kicked off. Mixes get taken down off yeah. of SoundCloud and all that stuff. So it's like, listen, I'm, I'm not going to keep reposting this and try and change stuff and keep reposting and reposting it. Right. Yo, just go to Mixcloud. Right. My shit's on Mixcloud. It's not getting taken down. I think Mixcloud is going to be great. I don't, my thing is because they did say that this is a beta version Right. So there are some issues going on with it right now. I did yeah. see a buddy of mine go on who's like a tech guru. He went on and tested it and there was some lagging and, mm-hmm. you know, except, and, you know, things like that. And I'm sure they'll work it out. Do you guys think that it's too late now? Being that we're at the, no. technically we're at the tail end of this whole, you know, lockdown or shutdown, whatever. Do you see an end? <laughs> I, I mean, end I'm saying, that's why I'm saying technically, <laughs> right, in right, quotation, right. What, what they told us what would be a considered an end date for it. Do you guys think that it may be too late? Like people are either, either like consistent because you're either right now, I feel like DJs are either on IG or they're on Twitch. Yeah. So you've already asked your fan base, your following to move from IG Twitch. Yeah, I, right, I just think DJs will go to where it's consistent. If yeah. if Mixcloud can figure out some sort of consistency, yeah, then D, then it's word will spread, and I'm sure every DJ, if not every, just about all of them, have Mixcloud accounts, whether they use them or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because their mixes do have to live somewhere without being taken down, and it seems like Mixcloud has the proper has a proper um licensing because. You, you, I don't you think put, they have the licensing. I think it's just because it, you have to be a member to be logged in. I well, think well, you, you put the, like, if you, if you played a Rihanna song, you tag Rihanna and it'll take you to that track, the sale of that track, like on iTunes or something. If you add so, the track list. Yeah, if you add the track list, which right. I think, I don't know if that's, a t- I don't know, I really don't know what it is, but no other um, platform does that. So that tells me maybe they've worked something out with the labels. Maybe that's just, maybe it's temporary. I don't know, but if they can figure out a way to not get it taken down, 
um, any mixes down or whatever. I mean, you're you're a mix you're a mix platform. Why would you take a mix down or shut a mix down like IG Live? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Because the label will sue you for millions of dollars. Well, I mean, right, but, that's but, the, but you're also playing, you're also posting the mixes to. on there. Yeah, I, I understand that, but you're also people every day. Hundreds of DJs are posting their mixes on Mixcloud with you know the the five major labels songs. So it, it would have been a problem at some point before. Why would it be a problem now? Yeah, yeah. And Mixcloud was basically built for DJs to go in there and put up mixes. Like, no one... It wasn't a platform built to DJs to make money, like, to yeah. monetize off of it. You well, know what I'm saying? Well, now it is. Well, now I mean, now it is, but I'm saying the, the initial reason for doing it, and to give the benefit of the doubt to SoundCloud, SoundCloud is, was specifically for artists. Artists could post their songs up there because obviously they own the rights to yeah. their tracks. Yeah. And they can sell them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can sell their tracks. They can make it for download. So obviously, as DJs posting up mixes where we don't own the rights to this music, and you know what I mean? We're posting other people's shit on there. They'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not getting sued as, you know, being the third party or the platform that you're posting. I don't on. see why they would start it if they know they have to end your your live mix. I don't see why they would start this whole thing and then say, hey, label's knocking on the door. We got to shut it down. You're saying Mixcloud or SoundCloud? Mixcloud. Well, well it's because yeah. they promoted that they're not going to take your shit down. Also, like they're that they're openly saying, yeah. yo, this is Have where you-, you could come. So that tells me they've had a meeting of some sort to get to do this. You know what I'm thinking? Two things. One, I think that they're probably treating it like radio. No? Okay. You yeah, because I mean? the, the, the spin gets exactly. the pay. So that's Which why is probably they're... why they've been allowed to do what they've been doing. Right, right. And then why aren't people using YouTube Live? Because if you can post a full thing on YouTube... Because they also have the copyright. YouTube, YouTube copyright YouTube. infringement is worse than, I think, yeah. any, yeah, any other platforms. That's what I yeah. assume, yeah. but, yeah. you know. No, that's, that's for sure the problem. But I also find a ton of mixes that we were talking about. Like, there's mixes on there that have millions of listens. And it has right. tons of copyrighted yeah. uh, music. You know, there could be a best of Drake. And mm-hmm. like, that shit's still living there and getting monetized by some random dude who <laughs> threw all the songs in fucking virtual DJ. Yeah. yeah. Our mix, uh, our Rose, uh, Rell and Rose volume one got kicked off because of a Drake track, two Drake tracks. Wow. So, so we what just, happened? we took them down, took the Drake tracks out and put it back up there. Hmm. Did you redo the whole mix? No, we just took the Drake oh. tracks out. Shout out to uh, DJ Heart Attack. He had, he did this mix and then. He literally put two C slide at the end, and they were just like, yeah. and "That's what mine was. My 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 track art mix was Desires, and it was the last track at the end of the mix. Oh, that makes it easier. At yeah, and I, and I let the whole fucking song play, and oh. I was like, "That's my fault." <laughs> and I was like, "I should have known better." But I was so I went on and took it off, and then um, wifey had Tussie slide in her uh, in her mix. So um, what you call it? What it is, what it is. We should have known better. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's constantly putting us in a position where we're trying to figure out where the best place for all this stuff to live. Because in a day, like this is our content, right? Like we're yeah. we're making content. The problem that I see with Mixcloud is on. I mean, at the end of the day, which seems like the most consistent issue would probably be number one: you got to drive all this new traffic to your profile, yeah. And then now you're building this database and a new customer for Mixcloud. And then what happens when this quarantine is down? Is that still your go-to? Yeah. Because now there's less lives? Or is this the new norm or whatever, right? So I think that's the part where we're still trying to figure out. And obviously, Facebook and IG is still a problem. But you have to drive them to Twitch, too. I, you know, I think ultimately it comes down to the DJ and their, their following and um, what you can what you can create if you don't have a big following. Like, it just makes you 
work harder and be more creative to get people to to log out, not log out, but slide over IG and pull up the Mixcloud app. Yeah, because you, know, you would have to do the same thing with Twitch. And Twitch, yeah, it's just about dragging your following to a whole different Twitch, platform. Twitch is just every time you talk about Twitch, oh no, they've been doing, they've been, you know. So there's always a good response to Twitch with the whole gaming world and whatever yeah. else goes on. Yeah, the benefit with Twitch is definitely it's established. Yeah, already like user base. But um, I think the benefit with Mixcloud is that if you're a DJ and you already have a Mixcloud account and you've been putting mixes on there, you already have somewhat of a following. So anyone who's already been checking out your mixes and stuff like that. Yeah. Already know that you have you have content living on there, so I think that would be an easier jump from yeah. you know IG as opposed to going to Twitch, which is which is completely new to you as a DJ and your following. Can your can your audio be bounced out from the video and then have it exist on on, on Mixcloud? Mixcloud? I don't know yet. Again, See, this that is, could be dope. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. This is the beta. They made it like this is the beta version, so I don't know. I'm sure the you know if potential you, is. If you like my live mix, check out the rest of my mixes. Yeah, man, you're right there. I think I think that would obviously I think at the end of it all like once uh, Mixcloud gets their their shit together yeah. this is that's gonna probably be where um, most of uh, no, we're really only debating to. because of the numbers like as far as like actually streaming the shit like it's all kind of the same sure. format like yeah. so as far as like ease and like the ability it all just comes down to number one can their servers handle it yep yeah. um, and then because it's all kind of the same way to get yourself up and live. But can you can you get the numbers that suffice to like your ego or to like what you think you should hit or where your goals are, you know, into a new platform? Like what yeah. does that even look like? Yeah. So I guess that's part of it. But speaking of servers. Man, talk to him about Versus? Y'all catch uh of course Babyface and, and Teddy, Teddy Riley? Riley? Man, listen. Well, there's two battles. Well, I only Yo, saw the first, first of all, one. <laughs> listen here. That shit had to be the funniest shit and the most entertaining thing. And I'm not even saying the battle itself. I'm saying the comments. Oh, like, yeah. I Man. haven't laughed that hard in a long ass time. Like, my my girl was looking at me like, Yo, you're laughing uncontrollably like right now. Like, I don't even, what's your problem? Like, it was cor- and I'm talking about the first one when they were trying to figure out the oh, sound yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Oh, we were god. talking about it. Yeah, that yeah. shit, man. I I was done, and then the second one. So was the just second one happened, like yeah, that. Monday. Yeah. Okay. They, I, I oh no yeah, idea. yeah. So when they canceled, so when Teddy Riley couldn't figure out the. So this the, was originally scheduled for, for Saturday, Saturday, last yeah. Saturday. Yep. Um, and for lack of for just for the short description, Teddy Riley pulled up with the whole concert. Uh, and a backup dancer. He had a whole band. A DJ, drummer, DJ and a drummer. Yeah. And he was in a sound studio and like going crazy. And everything basically being ran into a dongle. Right? Yeah. Pretty much. So, <laughs> ox cord. Which I'll give him credit. If you go to the recording on his website that they had of the same setup, same performance. Shit sounded dope. Shit sounded clean. But nobody's really tuned in. Nobody, you know, like IG Live isn't made for all that. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. And so, right from the gate, you know, he came out with his epic dance moves and performances, and we couldn't hear Jack shit. It was a crazy echo. Now, give it... It wasn't new Jack. It was just no, no Jack. Now, understand, understand, obviously, when, when you do, when you uh, request in and you're sharing IG with someone, it splits the audio. Yeah. So, your your sound, regardless of what you're doing, it's already going to be shit once you're, when someone checks in. Yeah. So, he has his whole production. And again, if you... Their numbers hit on that first day. Their numbers hit like over three hundred thousand. They were at like three fifteen, yeah, three twenty. You know, which was I think when T Pain and um, Little John did it, they they had the record at like 
305 or something like that. They were just right. over 300,000. Yeah. So Teddy, uh, Teddy Riley and Babyface had already surpassed that before Babyface even checked in. It, it was just on Teddy Riley. We oh, were just on, on Teddy, Teddy Riley's Riley. thing. Yeah. And they were like, because everyone, it, it took about 10 minutes or so for uh, Babyface to check in because everyone was like, oh, Babyface is scary. Like that was the, 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 um, the joke, the yeah. running joke for, oh, Babyface is scary. Where's he at? Where's he at? And then the sound sounded crisp, right? Soon as um, Babyface checked in and he, and he was there, all you just heard like this crazy echo. Like, he yeah. was in, like Teddy Riley was sitting in the hallway and you just heard this, just, just, we were like, yo, it sounds terrible. And then Babyface shows up by himself in the studio. So calm. So calm. <laughs> Candles lit. Candles lit. Yeah. I want to hey, be as comical. Hey, hey, hey. He just, he, I couldn't smell him. He smelled good. Yeah, man. You know, he, <laughs> you know <laughs> he had some baby powder on or something like, like that. And he was just sitting there in the studio. What's that smell? He oh, had, oh, he's, he he's logging in. Laptop. He's logging in. He probably had just his laptop and a microphone and he was good. He said, listen, I can hear you fine. Yeah. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they must have played about three tracks each. Yeah. And it was just shit from there. And yeah. it was just like, we can't figure it out. So they shut it down. Fast forward, they rescheduled it for Monday. Yeah. Um, they were like, we're going to do this on Monday when all the sound is, is fine or whatever. Well, somebody had a conversation with Teddy and definitely told him, look. Like, less is more. Tone it down. <laughs> like, pull up your laptop. Yeah. Play it off a beat pill. Chill the fuck out. Well, yeah. We don't, you, we don't need the whole production or whatever. Or whatever. I mean, don't even um, put a soft light behind you. Like, chill. So sure enough, that's what it was. Teddy was in the studio just with a laptop and, and himself yeah. and, and baby. And they did most of it. I think they got to like 14, 14 yeah. tracks or something like that. Happened, they were tired? No. Uh, <laughs> Teddy's Wi-Fi. Teddy, Teddy's Wi-Fi. Teddy's either his, his phone was about to die. I, I guess his Wi-Fi started to fuck up or some shit like that. But... Whoever he was, whoever was in charge of his shit, Teddy let that Hold <laughs> have on. it. But when he came back, his sound was even better. You you remember that? I and didn't then stick he was around that long. Oh, he started playing the keys. Teddy, when it was if just him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Again, because the audio wasn't like split. That, yeah, yeah. Be, again, because the audio wasn't split. When it's just the audio, audio, audio on you, yeah. it's it's gonna sound crisp. Well, and that was the thing with that 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 rescheduled battle, which hit half a million. Yes. Viewers, yeah. over five hundred thousand, crazy, right? Yeah. And and that was a discussion Swiss and Timbo were having about just in general, like this isn't equipped to live on Instagram. Yeah, like this Not is anymore. something different. It has outgrown that. It was cool, but like now, like this has really helped everyone kind of take a step back and be like, "Yo, this is bigger than what we thought. Yeah. Got to take this somewhere else." And some, I mean, look. There isn't a single reputable big company brand that's being traded on the stock market that didn't have their Instagram profile commenting to yeah, make yeah. sure they were seen during this thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. People needed to be there to be shown. Yeah. And so D Nice was in there trying to get shown. Right. <laughs> Everybody. So I think it's one of those things where it's just like it's so big, like who knows where it's gonna go because I, I honestly, I gave up on checking back in because I couldn't on my phone. It just wouldn't let me. Yeah, a lot it of It was crashed. Yeah, a lot and of people I, were saying I that. I finally was able to get in through my desktop or my laptop and I had to go go for a run and I was like, fuck, like I want to <laughs> hear the rest of the shit. And I was like, but um, but it was, I mean, it was dope for what it, however long it got. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, For the parts that we had, we heard, I mean, personally, one of my favorite uh, battles out of all the battles that they've been having um, if you just know about that type of music and you came up in that era with that music, right. 
the shit that Babyface did, the shit that Teddy Riley did As was crazy. Teenagers. Who who knew mm. that Teddy Riley did the show with Dougie Fresh yeah. in high school, bro? He was, he was, he was 17. A, he was a junior. He was a fucking junior in high school. Yeah, and Dougie I mean. Fresh was only 19. Just yeah. graduated high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that was crazy. And I think that's what they were saying is that once it got to the 500,000 um, viewers is that it was IG that started fucking up. Like, yeah. they couldn't handle yeah. all that all that traffic coming yeah. to to one thing. So that was the kind of... They, they, they thought that that was the issue with them not being able to... Because, you know, after an hour... It shuts you off and you yeah, gotta yeah. just go back on. So they were like, all right, we're gonna come back on. And they couldn't get back on. They couldn't request back in, in on the um on each other's uh live. So they were like, oh, they broke the internet. They broke the internet, like five hundred thousand. Y'all y'all kidding me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. so and I think Mickey's right, like it is bigger. My thing is, why not reach out to whoever is running the servers and shit like that on IG and be like, yo, how can we fix this? The numbers yeah. are not gonna do anything but increase from here on out. They just gotta I think they gotta move it. You think it move it to a whole YouTube. different platform? Yeah. YouTube you could it. probably handle that. Probably YouTube. Probably. But they, they, I need, just, they I need, think, need to move it. I they think need, this is a great opportunity for you, or excuse me, for IG to be like, listen, let's step this shit up. Because Jeez. we could lose a lot of shit. We could lose a lot of traffic right now. So I, I beg the question in this versus collection of, of battles we've had, who takes it to another level? Like who are two artists that you take beg it. that question on the spot. Yep. Oh no, we talked. We talked about because it I think one of the people comments. that you can name about, you can name, might be in one of our future topics. Yeah. Artists. Yeah. You said Stevie Wonder and Quincy Jones. Absolutely. That's the ultimate. So okay, I'm not speaking. Can't put those. Let, let me let me not other. put the legendary <laughs> uh, on status it. on it or tag on it because I I'm gonna argue with you that although I agree. As far as like the level of catalog, um, I'm speaking in behalf of numbers, and I don't think even Babyface and Teddy have the reach for the people that are on social media the most. The youth, yeah. It's Drake versus Kendrick. Who Kendrick won't happen. Fifty Ja Rule won't happen. Fifty Ja Rule might happen. At, Fifty Ja Rule that might happen for the sake at, of at entertainment. To, to my to my knowledge, they still really hate each other. That's the only why, reason oh, why. But yeah. I don't. What do I know? You know, I just know what that I hear. That might happen. No, that's. But I don't. You can't. You can't put Quincy and Stevie against each other. Quincy is is like executive produced for Michael multiple Jackson artists. All, yeah. Stevie just worked with Stevie. Collaborating wasn't even a thing back then. Oh, you you, you can put someone else against Quincy. You don't think Stevie Ooh. has a real <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Red Fool's dad. <laughs> Barry. Barry's not on Instagram. Well, Barry, Barry's more That's known actually... for Motown. Well, when when, you know when, when Barry's time was up or when the music shifted. And did he produce Quincy? Records? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, he Smokey produced, and yeah. Quincy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just you, think you can put that... those two. Yeah, Barry had a had a hand on everything with Motown. And then when things started changing and the business wasn't matching up, Quincy got Michael and then you know, he ran with him, yeah. Took off, yeah. So, like, and obviously there's more to it than just Michael. But, yeah, I mean, that's like, you got to put executive producers against each other. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm what saying. Yeah, you got to put artists against artists. You got to put yeah. songwriters against songwriters, you know, producers against producers, so on and so on. That's the only way that's going to make like it Like a fair. Puff Daddy versus Kendrick wouldn't make sense. Boy, yeah. Puff Daddy versus but that's, JD, that's, But that's basically Jermaine what you're Dupree. saying. Jermaine Dupree. Though, like, I yeah, think definitely. your executive I, producer I think that I think that's a battle that can reach those numbers, if not surpass them. Right. 
Speaking of Drake. Yeah. Um, Tusi Slide broke a couple records. Of course, it's a Drake record. Um, what's what's the records he hit that uh, TikTok? Well, there's the TikTok record. Yeah. Um, where he is well, first of all, he's uh first male artist to have three number ones debuted on the Billboard Hot 100, has made TikTok history, and the Tusi Slide hashtag hit one billion views in just yeah. two days. Yeah. Not surprised. Um, what's crazy is. Uh, now with three billion views and counting, um, it's just crazy to see what this guy continues to do. But yeah. uh, Danger brought up a, a great uh, something he saw on the on the gram. Yeah, so Charlemagne the God uh, said, I think um, this is in regard to making what's it called Tootsie Slide. Yes, Tootsie Tootsie Roll. Tootsie. Um, <laughs> he said, I think it's beneath Drake. Charlemagne explained during an episode of the Brilliant Idiot uh, Idiots podcast. A lot of times with those TikTok dances, That's it's just podcast, organic. It's a what? It's a good podcast. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of times with those TikTok dances, it's just organic. It's a song people like, and some uh, somebody does something to it, and it goes. It was like it felt too forced, too corporate, too industry. I just feel like Drake has built himself up to be such a way that. Uh, he don't have to do this shit uh, anymore, or he doesn't have to do this shit. But the big clip was, um, why be a surfer when you're a fucking wave? When you're the biggest rapper in the world, I don't like to see you chasing trends. So, yeah, how do you guys feel about that? I think it's complete bullshit. How so? And I'm taking a hot take. Oh, and go for it. Um, I have to... I, I'm going to go ahead and say... That when we're talking about Drake, if he's a surfer, he's Kelly Slater. He is the most famous surfer because what he typically does is Kelly ride Slater, a trend. A popular popular that, surfer? Huh? Is Kelly Slater a popular surfer? The most famous surfer. Okay. Probably, arguably. Sorry. I haven't been checking That's in on the with surfing AC world. Slater. Yeah. I was like, is that AC's sister, brother? Wow. Know. Go ahead. No, but I think Drake constantly finds what the next wave is and rides it in. Yeah. Time after time. He is a surfer. And he just happens to ride the wave better than anybody else could. That's yeah. my that's my opinion. Like, I think when he brought in the Afrobeat vibe, when he uh, follows... I mean, obviously, this, the TikTok thing is bound to happen. Like, that's how... They were we, already doing TikTok shits to his... Uh, what you call it, track? Which one? The, um... What's the one where everyone was getting out the fucking car and doing... Um... Oh, yeah. In My Feelings. Yeah. And no, it's, that... not, it's not In My Feelings, is it called? It wasn't on TikTok, but that was the, the biggest challenge yeah. because of Shiggy. Oh, yeah. Shiggy. Yeah. The Shiggy yeah. challenge. But that and was called here's... the Shiggy challenge. Okay, but here's the thing about 2C Slide. And the reason... Obviously, you know 2C. He came through here with Michi. Mm -hmm. So he said that what happened was he made the song and it was Michael Jackson. It didn't have it didn't have the dance. He sent it to Tusi, and then Tusi made the dance. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, he wasn't chasing no trends and nothing. You know what's that. funny? I didn't even know it was that it was that Tusi. Right? Yeah. I know oh Tusi. yeah, 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 yeah. Good for him. Is he getting a things. cut of that? But that's why he kept. That's why he I'm kept. Sure he's he is. getting I'm a pub, sure. pubs. No. I'm sure he's getting. No, yeah, of course inspirational. He is. His name is in the title. He gotta get some. He gotta get him. Drake will give him a bottle of 1942. Engraved. Stop. <laughs> and be like, yo, man, thanks. Thanks for making me even more of a millionaire. Just like you did for Three, Three billion. Three billion. 
Good lord. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's my opinion. I yeah, no, Drake's been a, ra- a wave rider, and he he'll deny it, and I'm sure he has his reasons, and I'm sure they're legit to some degree. But this just felt a little too Forced. on the t- on the surface. You know, it, this seemed like an easy, quick money grab. I thought the model was a quick money grab, a quick, easy single that everyone's gonna get catchy with, like. Because it's nothing original, it's nothing new, but you know what's gonna work. And what was the other one? Uh, Hotline no. Bling is another one. I'm like every Drake song. Though, we can't, <laughs> right. we no, can't but like you're describing this. Drake. Yeah, no, right, right. He's but, for free. but I'm saying those those situations were like Tussie Slide and the model were higher than any other situation. Like those were the most obvious. The model that beat is like when it came out, it was like seven years old, right? Because it sounded like the jerking shit. But the model is not considered Drake track. Isn't it Nicki Minaj's track? Oh, no, I think it's Tigers. Or, no, or it's... not Tigers. Um, Lil Wayne or Tigers or whatever? No. No, you know what? It is Drake's it track. Is Drake. oh. yeah, it is Drake's track. Yeah, so... No, and then sure there was Drake's another track. one that sounded... It was Nicki Minaj. Oh, I'm thinking uh, Truffle Butter or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Nicki's. That's Nicki's. But... I think yeah, I so... like Bling is worse. Because it's not even his right. I mean... It, he... he stole that shit. Yeah, I know. Right. But but my point <laughs> is, both those situations, Tussie Slide and the model were so obvious. And to me, this was just like a quick cash grab. Like, look, y'all are bored at the crib. I'm going to put together this simple-ass dance. Mention Michael Jackson, not do anything that Michael Jackson does. And walk around my fucking museum of a house. He grabbed his crotch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he and did the leg kick and everything. Show the random dude chilling on the couch. And uh, I'm sure he has a name. It's Nobody Jazz, Jazz Prince here. Yeah. There you go. What was it? Jazz Prince. Okay. Jazz- oh, Jazz Prince. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just like... I don't know. Does he come out with this if we're not quarantined? You know what no. I mean? Uh, like, I, I just think, think it was so. a quick money grab. I, I think I so. Think he can do so. this shit a hundred times over and over. That's why. That's well, he no has. Yeah, and he has. So that's why it's like nothing, you know, no news here. Like, so we But just, is it beneath him to do this? Yeah, why? You know what I mean? I don't get, I guess that's the question. I don't question. think it's beneath him. I think that's on that's brand. That's who it's he is. Brand. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think I think Charlemagne's expectations, or to, uh, I guess people who agree with him, they're just people who have he's, higher he's expectations always, for Drake. He's always challenged Drake. Yeah, though. you have yo, you you have this, but that's how he got here. That's what he did. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And like that's who Drake is. So for you to expect him to be anything different than that, that's on your fault. That's your fault. Like that ain't got nothing to do with Drake. You know what I'm saying? Drake right. ain't beneath this. That's who Drake is. Yeah. My opinion. So Fuck it, man. Drake, go get your money, man. I ain't mad at you. I listen. Right. <laughs> listen. You right there with you. <laughs> Fuck it. It's entertaining. Why is everybody stupid ass do that shit? Yo, Yo the you video need a DJ? Or DJ? Oh my God, bro. <laughs> 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 oh man. I'll put that anyway. up on the screen for y'all. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna I'm be hilarious. That. All right. Well, uh, before we get out of here, there was a, a fun little uh conversation. Uh Shout out to AOC. What's her full name? Her whole name? Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. You got it. AKA Samantha Padilla. Oh. Wow. Huh? We know what you're imagining. You don't think she looks like Sam? No. What does she look like? Oh, yeah, she looks like Sam. She looks like Sam, bro. Like, even Dave Fogg was like, yo, I thought I I saw Alexandria on TV and I thought it was Sam. Oh, my God. Like, she she looks like. Did you ask Sam what her top five was? Sam don't have a top five. I should have like, yo, you gonna let her ride out on yeah, you like exactly. this? Exactly. Danger, uh-huh. danger, Who danger. Who you got? No, nah, she was she was on uh, live with Fat Joe, 
Uh, and from the Bronx. And uh, yeah. they had they were having a little combo, and on the spot, asked her who's your top five rappers, and uh, in no particular order, mm-hmm. which is very clear. Um, she had, and this is, but this is the order she named them in. It was Nas, Big Pun, which I felt like she did it because she was on the spot with Joe. Or because she's from the Bronx. Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pun was nice, She's man. Latina. She's... Pun was nice. I'm not saying, I'm not saying. He no, I know you're not, but he just gets overlooked, I think. Right. Uh, Biggie, Pac, and KRS-One. Yeah. And, for, well, the reason this got on our, on, on my radar first was because everybody was up in arms that Jay-Z wasn't in their top five. Yeah. Um, but um, I think that begged a nice little fun conversation between us on what our top fives are and uh, is anybody offended on her top five? I'm biased, man. No. Nope. Come on. No, I think it's perfect. I don't think it could be any better. I don't think anybody's missing from her top Nigga, five. Nigga, you crazy. That's because she looks like Sam. <laughs> Nigga, you crazy. Dude, She's not bad. trying to argue <laughs> with Sam's crazy. double. Yo, but see, this is the thing. You got you got to write out whatever the, the blueprint Criteria, of, yeah, yeah. yeah no of, pun. Of top, of top five. Yeah. Right? Or whatever the greatest Your personal top you five. And that's what I'm saying. You, this is why I don't have a top five. It's yeah, too exhausting. It's exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's too exhausting. But what even the if you ask me what my top five is, what do you mean? Like rapper? Like we're talking about just lyrics? Like just, who could just spit bars off the top? See, I mean, that. well, then it gets technical, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Or are we talking about someone who's who's actually made an impact in the industry, has sold nothing but hits, has had longevity in this game and still stay relevant? Nelly. But you I know think- Nelly is definitely he. He could be argument. He's the and biggest artist selling in the in the in the. Well, see, that's the thing. Two thousand. When, when people Except ask you that question, like you said, mm-hmm. personally, and it's subjective. Yeah, of course. It's what you think? Yeah, you can't tell. Somebody. What are the top five artists that have impacted your life? Sean Wayne, uh, Kanye, Jay Z, Fabulous, and then I would probably throw Drake in there. Joe? No, Joe. Um, I'll go Cube, Pac, Kendrick. Um, probably uh, Biggie and Nas and like 15 or 20 Jay-Z, somewhere around there. Wait, what? I got it. <laughs> what? He, just, he, he says that shit know. to get a reaction. Yeah, I don't know. We're not going to give it to him. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. We're not going to give it to him. Anyways, moving on. I got to say Jay. I got to say Jay for sure. Uh, Kendrick. <laughs> Method Man. Making myself cry. Um, Method Man. I think Kendrick for sure. Mm-hmm. And then that last five could be like Fabulous, um, Biggie, like somewhere around there. Or whatever. Mickey got to be one or two for you. He's got the same birthday. Oh no, he died on. He your died birthday. on my birthday. Yeah, man. Mickey, Kanye, Common, Nelly, <laughs> Nelly, Common, Fifty Cent, no, <laughs> Kid Cudi, um, and then those last two are kind of like I guess it just depends on the the era or time. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I think about, but I'd say. I'm gonna say Black Star, so I could use up one spot for two MCs. Mm, mm. That's smart. And then, smart. One album. I could have just said Wu Tang instead of <laughs> one, album. one album, one and done. <laughs> but I got a signed copy of that album yeah. at home, chilling. Uh, well, by one of them. <laughs> and <laughs> by one of them. <laughs> and then 
fuck. I don't know. I mean, Lloyd see, Banks. but like, you're, Lloyd what's your fire. answer? Lloyd Banks is fire. Lloyd Banks so, fire. That's what I'm saying. 50 Cent definitely put, could be in there. Mm. No, but what, what you were saying. Uh, Nas, I would say it would be more go. impactful. Did you say Nas? He would have been five or six. Mm. That, what were you that first album was the best thing ever. No, no, what, what Nikki was saying. Um, yeah. Kanye, Kid Cudi. Yes, Kanye. Essentially, Kid Cudi is his child. So yeah. the reason why I didn't say Kendrick is because I feel like he's a product of Wayne. Yeah, but well, well so I'm not saying you're wrong, but I've always viewed the Kid Cudi Kanye relationship as if it weren't for Kid Cudi, Kanye never would have evolved. Correct. And then because Kanye evolved, you opened the door for Drake and all these other guys. 808 and Heartbreaks like doesn't exist without Kid Cudi. And no. Future. You Facts. got Future because Facts. of Kanye. Facts. Because of Kid Cudi, I should say. Right. But without Kanye, there's no Kid Cudi exactly. evolution, right? He, never, he doesn't ascend. Right, yeah. right, right. Without Travis Scott, there's no Yeezus. Right. Like, without... See, yeah, Travis is my favorite right now, but I wouldn't put him in my top five. Yeah. He hasn't been around as long as Drake. He has one and a half good albums. And that's what I'm saying. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Is there. it fair? Is it fair? <laughs> so because he, he made a good point. Rodeo and his latest one? <laughs> yeah, he made a... Shit, Days Before Rodeo is amazing. That's probably We're like his... We're not going to go there, anyways, okay? Anyways, yeah. um, but that's the point. You know what I'm saying? Travis is a, an amazing artist right now. A decade yeah. from now, he Come could on. possibly be in the argument for being top five mm-hmm. artists. Right? He's in some kids' top five artists for Absolutely. sure. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because they weren't around in the early 90s when the rest of these cats, when we were listening to the Nas's and the Jay-Z's and the Biggie's and the Ice Cubes and, you know what I mean, the yeah. Outkast. No one said Andre 3000 or Outkast. But it's too many to choose. It's yeah. too many. And that's what it's I'm saying. Many. You you have to have, you can say what your personal is and how they affected your life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to make the argument about who is top five overall, and how they made an impact. You, if you have certain criterias and you know you have the blueprint of this is what we're looking for when we say one of the best artists in the industry, then you can like, all right, we can break it down, right? Boom, boom, boom. These cats haven't been in the game in the industry long enough to even be in the conversation. Yeah. Fast. You know what I'm saying? There's certain people that haven't been in the game long enough to be, even be in the conversation. Well, AOC, she's she's like in her late 20s. So all those names she threw out, you know, I, I believe her. I believe that she listened to Big Pun at some point in her life. Someone Absolutely. Older, you know what I'm saying? Her, yeah, the yeah. Older she brother from, or she, the older and, cousin. But she named all New York artists yeah. outside of Pac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, and I feel like if you name Biggie, you got to say Pac. It's, to, I don't, I don't know if I believe people when they say Pac now or, or maybe even some of the younger people because She's a lot of this old. shit, huh? She's 30 years old. Okay. But a lot of this shit, like when, when Pac was popping, I, I really feel like, and this, you can say this for a lot of artists and a lot of movements in general, you had to be there to really understand it. So I feel like when someone throws a Pac or a Biggie out there saying it because they don't want to get yelled at. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things happen that you wouldn't understand because you weren't there. I don't know what disco was like. I wasn't there. Chill out. Just don't. No old jokes. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> right, not right now. I'm, I got to be quicker than you. you I, I'm quick. I'm on I it. see you. You got to be quicker than But you I wasn't know. around when disco was popping. You know what I mean? So what What do I know to say anything about disco other than it sounds great? You know, it sounds cool or or whatever. So I just, when people give their list, like, all right, like, I get it. You like a shit. But if you were there, you probably, 
I just think you have to be in certain situations to really get it and understand. Let me ask you guys this. Well, how did you guys, you guys being from the West Coast, right? Yep. Born and raised. How did you guys, if you can remember that far back, because, you know, I know for Joe it was a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. How do you guys, what, how did you guys feel about Tupac at the time when he was like peak? I said, this motherfucker's going to die soon. Because <laughs> all the shit he was talking, I was like, yo. like I'm saying outside, of, outside of, the, of the nonsense shit that he was doing, I'm saying as an artist, as a rapper, as an artist, how did you guys feel? Did you was he someone like whenever he put music out, it was like, yo, I gotta run to the record store or whatever to go listen to this new shit. Well, or was it kind of like, from what I, I remember, re- the Brenda had a baby moments and all that. Like, I think um, I was a little too young to get a grip on like what was going on with music, unless mm-hmm. it was like the Chronic or Doggy style. Yeah, but I don't remember much about that. But he was respected. You know, especially, you know, because my older brother listened to them and his homies did. So he was respected, but Cube was still that dude in that era. Pac had one incredible album and it was not even my favorite album, uh, the Apocalypse album. I'm not Apocalypse. um, um, The album with I Get Around, I can't even think of what it is. But that album was my favorite, even though his last album, the Death Row Joint, Mm -hmm. that was his biggest album. Once he put that out because of all the drama he surrounded himself with, to the marketing genius that he was, that's what made him popular. And to me, I was like, this is too much. Everyone all of a sudden is a Tupac fan. And you you heard it in every car when you're riding around the valley or wherever you're going. And I was like, and the homies would play it all the time. So I was like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to listen to him like that. For those that okay. don't know Danger Well, he's always been anti-pop. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah. I, uh, he's but he he still even if he didn't like anyone, he would still give them their flowers, being like, "Yo, they still had a, what you call." It. Yeah, it, it I, was a great album, but I it was just everyone was playing it. So well, you were my personal when he passed away, right? When when he, I was in the eighth grade, he he passed away I, I was in ninety six. Eighth grade, seventh. He, he Biggie was eighth grade, five, huh? Wait, Biggie passed. I was in junior high. Back, back, when they Biggie passed, passed away. away in '97. Oh yeah, so then so Bob it was it was in '96 because it was September for Pac so and in March for Biggie. So you're seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was, was for sure was in junior high. Fifth grade, like I wasn't impacted by anything Pac did until changes came out, and then like right. at that point it was like, oh, like this is deep. It's and he's not around. Like, but like I couldn't like relate to it. My problems were like. Getting home to I mean, get I, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. That's very understanding because I remember vividly listening to Biggie. Like, I had his shit on cassette tape and I was six. I remember like being six, mm-hmm. five, six years old and at the time living in Brooklyn and understood. So the reason why I asked that question is because at that time, for what we know is that most of the hip hop that the masses was listening to was coming out of the East Coast yeah. for the most part, Right. What, what what era? In that in that early '90s era, for the uh, most part. I, I mean, outside of Ice Cube, Snoop, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, Snoop didn't drop to '90. It wasn't until like '93 where the West so Coast that's what I'm saying. Up. So in that era, the NWA when, had like the late '80s. Yeah, I mean late '80s, but then that sh- it shifted from it shifted from when hip hop was you know the 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 um, from the late '80s when that when the gang rap started yeah. right, and it shifted into what we considered the golden era. Sure. Right mm-hmm. in that nineties, majority of the hip hop was coming out of the East Coast. I don't want yeah. to just say New York, but it was coming yeah. out of the East Coast, right? Yeah. So I say all that to to ask you guys: Do you guys think that at the time, 
Tupac had the influence or the impact that he had because you, we can make the argument that the West wanted someone to be on that top tier, right. like hip hop level as, as much as, you know, making as much noise as the East Coast was making. Yeah. I mean, not to take anything away from, we understand that Tupac was talented. Yeah. There's no denying about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He did a lot of reckless shit or whatever, whatever. And you can make the argument that he was ahead of his time. Yeah. Like Tupac would have been amazing if he came out today. Right? But yeah. do you think at that time, people give that recognition to Tupac because in layman's terms, the West wanted a W. I, I think um, he was just the next, it was, I think it was just all about money. He was the next lucrative situation. You know, you had the chronic and doggy style. I think Death Row was on top for at least two years and two years is long. Yeah. Especially when you're in New York and you've been running the game for so long and you're just like, fuck man, it's already been a, a year. It's been two years, you know? Yeah. So I think it was just the evolution of the artistry in in the label of Death Row. I think also think he was just the um it wasn't like a plant, like he was a total package. But what he was known for, I mean, what what he real where he connected with kids in my age and and I guess just the teens in general was his energy and his animosity. Yeah. And especially in the valley where Mickey and I grew up, like I'm not gonna say like we we grew up in a rough ass area to where you can't walk down the street, but you know, you, you, you got checked every once in a while and you got tested. So though he spoke to those kids mm. and connected with them. Um, yeah. I don't think he was like, like, Oh, you're our next guy. It was just like, yo, let's get this guy out. There's potential here yeah. with your production, your marketing, his flamboyant wild ass behavior. Yeah. And because he was, Tupac was an actor at the end of the day. Yeah, he was. He was an That's actor, saying, just yeah. like Drake is an actor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they know how to sell a product. And with this gangster rap shit or selling an image, this was nothing to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mm -hmm. People don't may not like that. I just compare Tupac and Drake. But <laughs> end of the day, you're selling a product. You know, it works. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I don't know. There's so many different ways to, I guess, look at it. But I think ultimately... I think what Pac brought was mindset that wasn't in, in hip hop prior, I think, in at his level. You know what I mean? Like, sure, there's the stories of, of Dre being in the studio all night long and, and different things like that, or, you know, different people work differently. And I think we still see it to this day, whether it's a rapper, a producer, or whatever, you know, you make hundreds of beats or thousands of beats and one hits and you get some money. Yeah. And people will go celebrate. Yeah. But there's certain and I and I think based on at least what what I've been able to see, right? I wasn't there. I haven't been able to see um, you know, what went behind the scenes. I'm sure there's plenty more to that. But you know, what you see is that this guy had a catalog not only that went out while he was alive, but there was enough of a catalog albums yeah. beyond that and there's probably still more to that that can be chopped up and utilized to this day yeah you know and we're talking about what uh 25 years now more something since he's, yeah. he's been gone 25 yeah. yeah right so like to to have that much stuff put out in and being in and out of jail right and in and out of trouble like, the man put in work. And I think, you know, again, 
one of the things that to fall right back in line with um, all the people that are going to smoke danger for his comments. Like Drake is one of those dudes that seems like he puts in that work, yeah. you know, and and has that mindset that it's bigger than a hit record. Yeah. It's yeah. bigger than making a million dollars. It's about a billion dollars, right? Yeah. It's about all of that. Um, and so I think what Pac did, it, it, I don't think it was something that necessarily was like propped for him. It was something that had to be worked for in a way where, um, although sure the West needed somebody to to carry that that, that torch, that torch, yeah, if you will. Um, I think what he brought to the table was something so unique that spoke to uh, not only the struggles that that he observed, but you know it was the bigger picture. And I think that's why it translated so well across the globe yeah you know he was one of those dudes that just you know i mean sh- shit you could probably go from what i hear you could go to a club in england and you could play some pock and it'd be the biggest record of the night yeah, yeah. to this day mm-hmm. like which is crazy to think but you know it's one of those things where again like even for me like danger jokes around all the time that nelly was my favorite artist at a certain point he probably was because that was the, that was what i was exposed to right. i didn't it's grow, what your, your friends listen to and yeah yeah I that, didn't grow yeah. up like with relatable problems to Pac. Like, and yeah, I'm grateful for that, but I wasn't cultured. I, w- I didn't understand the same struggles that some of my friends went through. Like, I didn't know, you know, like I couldn't relate to somebody who, who might have been adopted. I didn't know those things. I had to educate myself. And in many ways, his storylines and his story and the way he put music and records out and put things into perspective about the world and the different things that, we can, that we've gone through, you know, yeah, along with all the you know party with bitches and hey man, uh, everybody can relate to that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's where we all come together. No, but yeah, yeah. The but yeah, I mean, yeah, it just I don't know. It was a little later for me. Yeah, strictly for my n words. That was the name of the pop album. Oh, that I really liked. It had a I get around. That to me, that's my favorite. But when all eyes on me came out, it was it was yeah, just the lining of the yeah, stars yeah. and death row was a marketing. I mean, issue. Yeah, listen, were... I remember I remember Pac being huge on the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, excuse me, uh, Pac being huge on the East Coast. Pac and and Snoop was huge on the East yeah. Coast. Like, you you drive down a block and even even at the time when that whole West Coast versus East Coast beef was going on, yeah. you know what I mean? There was times where you heard that Pac. These people, motherfuckers, was listening to Pac. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, yo, this dude is crazy. And I'm not saying that. I don't know if people on the West Coast was listening to Big like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or listening to any East Coast artist at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Either regardless if it was due to the beef that was going on or just like Mickey was saying, it was shit that they didn't relate to because it wasn't stuff that they were experiencing or whatever the case was. So I don't know if it was huge over there, but yeah. I just know there were certain artists over there. So I'm like, yo, if you... With this all going on and you're still having an impact out here on the East Coast, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Snoop Dogg came to the Source Awards and started talking shit to New Yorkers. Yeah, you gotta have respect for motherfuckers like that. Yeah. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So I'm, like, hey man, listen, I fucks with it. I fucks with Snoop was one of my favorite artists coming up too. So I was like, hey, I love for Death Row. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got that on um, Doggy Style album on cassette as a birthday gift, and I had to hide it from my mom. <laughs> I used to I fucking watch that album. That's one thing I never had to do was like hide me. I was given this fucking music. Here, listen no, to this shit. No way, man. Listen no. to this shit. 
I was you got half naked cartoon characters on the album cover. <laughs> like my, I want to be like what the fuck. Man, I was giving. I would walk to. I could walk to the record store and go buy the cassette tape. Nope. Like yo, I want that one. Mm-hmm. I want that Biggie one, or I want this one. I almost got hit by a bus in a snowstorm trying to get Fifty Cent's first album. Meanwhile, somebody slid it under my desk at math class. Yeah, Mickey was slanging him. Should have got it from him. Man. I was a, I was a, I was a bootleg the king, bro. Still in high school. Oh, that, that's your fault, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> sorry, Joe. <laughs> sorry, Joe. <laughs> on that note, we've been here for quite a while. Yeah. We ran up the card on the fucking camera. Yeah. So if things change a little, just know that. Sean's fired uh, for the day. You know, we give him his opportunity you know to shine. Turn, turn his mic down for the rest of this podcast. Yeah. No, I'm going to post it. He's down. I'm going to let y'all get this off. I'm going to be in the comments, though. <laughs> Bro, we didn't have a second angle for you to protect yourself. What are you doing? First he on the mic, and this motherfucker don't... He doesn't have a second He was so... He couldn't sleep last night. He's like, yo, angle. babe, they're going to put they me on the mic tomorrow. Mic, I don't even know what to... I don't even know. I can't even sleep right now. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why Sean... Tell me why Sean pulled up today also with a full fit. Like, he was going to be... Yeah, <laughs> like like the camera's gonna be yeah, on him. First of all, you, know you gotta get dressed when you leave the house these first days. First of all, first of all, it's ninety degrees outside, my nigga. Yeah, you why are you wearing a long, long sleeve, bro? On. <laughs> I'm the coolest nigga y'all ever met. That's oh, no, yeah, now that's fair. That's fair. This arrogant ass area. Yo, I'm I'm putting on my shoes today. And Sam was like looking me up and down, like you know we're quarantining, right? Like why you got? Because she heard the Joe Bunn podcast, and he were, he was like, bro, you wear Balenciaga, you know. He was shitting on Joe for dressing the way he does. So she's trying to shit on me. I said, look, I dress up. I get to dress up once a week. week. I know you're tired of seeing my ass in sweats and shorts and my fucking hair not combed. You should be happy I'm looking like this right now. No, I, I said, I'm surprised shit. you're still with me. You haven't left my ass. Who's, who's that girl you're going to see? Yeah, yeah right? That's the question I get. Mickey. Yeah. What? I'm not, you're my but side. You got to remind You got to let her know. I'm coming back to you dressed this way. Like, yeah, so I ain't going to smell ready. any different. I'm not going to put on cologne smelling different when I come back. All right. Good work. Anyway, we've been here long enough. I we think. love you, Sam. Um, <laughs> welcome to our new set, by the yeah. way. All right. Um, and hopefully our, this will, we don't have to move shit around no more. Yeah. And um, with that being said, make sure to tune in tomorrow night yeah. to Pitbull's Globalization. Yes, sir. I finally got that shit in my car now, so I can yeah. take that fun oh, little good. screenshot. Very good. Uh, shout out to Sirius Bro, are you going to download it anytime soon? Money, I have it in my car. I've been okay. having it in Can my we get car. a repost, a post that you're listening or something? Well, I don't have comp- the app. I'm not. In my, you want me to jump in my car at eight o'clock? Shots are fired. Download the app. Well, That's it, what I'm saying. I don't have the app yet. It's I didn't even. Free. I didn't even know it's the app existed. It's been free for existed. like a month. Actually, so which one of you motherfuckers a, told me that the app existed? Phenom sent an email. No, he did not. Okay, I don't know what you get. Exactly. But well, I did not only is it free, free, but never mind. I won't even bring this up. You know why you should have it. I have um, it in my whip. I just unfortunately don't be in my whip at the time that the show it's airs. Quarantine. It's quarantine time. Yeah. You could have so just had to sit in my car. Yeah, run into your car. Take I already a picture, have the out. fucking. The, the, I already have the mix. So I'm like, I'm gonna listen to it when I want to listen. Just to take it. a picture, bro. I got it. you. No take way. a picture, bro. Lake it. Fix a phone. you're listening to it. Anyway, Mickey took one picture, and now I'm getting heat. You see this shit? The viewers don't know. Viewers don't know the difference. They just see the picture up. They see the content out. It's okay. Anyways, we're working. Anyway, we're working. Tomorrow, check tomorrow, in. man. Who special guest, Jason Craig. Yeah. Craig. All the way from El Paso. El Paso. Yep. He just had a birthday. Birthday uh, too. Happy birthday areas. to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you don't know his name, uh, now you will. Yeah, for sure. And he'll be on there with me. 
Yep. So, you know, you guys are going to follow up. Blessed Ooh. with content week by week. I'm saying, Mickey coming with it, right? Two mixes in, what, in a week's time? Who is this guy? Man, who is he? Yeah. And, and uh, make sure to check out uh, Rel's new mix. Yeah. Thress, Thress. Volume 3 oh, so yeah, far hasn't three. been pulled down. We're praying that it Nah, yeah, it won't, it won't. This one won't get pulled okay. down. Okay, all right. And then... Uh, and next, and our next mix is from uh, Shoney, San Diego's own. Next week. Yeah, next week. And I will be on the follow-up of that. And um, and I have a new remix out, Meet Me Halfway. That is out and about. Hit up DJ City or slide in my DM okay. or link. Um, Say it. What's <laughs> on your mind, Sean? Let's talk about it. No, we're not going to talk we're about it. It's go. time to go. <laughs> meet, meet him halfway. Just meet me halfway on this. So that I think that does it for us. Yeah, we just got to record some Shoney drops and we're out of here. Oh, great. Lovely. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. We out. Peace. Later. Peace.